0: Hello and welcome to... What kind of feature is this, Colin?
1: <laughs> this is a street fight.
0: This is a street fight, yeah. I'm Johnny Niska with Skyline Media, and with me is Colin Detmar. Say hi, Colin.
1: Street fight media.
0: Sure, sure, sure. And you, you can tell that it's me doing the intro because this is really weird compared to how we usually do it.
1: This is, uh... I am absolutely down for doing a podcast about Street Fighter 5, but this is more driven by what you want out of this podcast than what I do, so it seems to make more sense that you take the lead.
0: Yeah. So, I, I Street Fighter has been out for almost two months now, is that mm-hmm. correct?
1: I believe it is.
0: And I think we've had enough time to get some pretty strong opinions about the game in its various... ...in various directions, let's say. I I think there are three main main avenues in which we... ...we we should probably talk about this, which is... ...Street Fighter V as just a, a casual fighting game. Street Fighter V as a fighting game where you try to play against... ...like, more dedicated against the same people or group of people. Street Fighter V as an online fighter. I guess 4 because also um uh, Street Fighter 5 as a spectator sport. Okay. I'll
1: lead the charge, sir.
0: So, um I I I don't know why this is, but like People always seem to assume that Street Fighter is the entry point if you want to get into fighting games, and I've never personally found that to be the case. I've always found them really hard a hard avenue to get into them. I feel
1: like it's better in this one than it has been in previous games, but one of the things that has always, to me, characterized the Street Fighter series is a certain level of obtuseness of systems. Yep. That makes it pretty unfriendly for new people
0: and they they've certainly done a lot to make that easier here, like buffer windows are a lot larger uh just the fact that you don't have to press the button as soon as you finish inputting a move is a thing that's long differentiated Street Fighter from other modern fighting games, and finally, like you. Finally, you can have the sort of input rhythm that you can have in basically any other fighting game and play Street Fighter.
1: And also, I mean, just stuff like... It's it's sort of an amorphous, hard-to-describe thing, but in previous Street Fighters, it's... Okay, perhaps it's better to talk about it in relation to games like Made by Arc System Works or SNK where the combo systems are such that if something feels like it should work, it usually does. Mm. If you're like, it feels like I should be able to do this move after this move. Usually you can in those games. Um, And that's just, you know, feel is obviously it's, it's a sense that you get playing the game and sort of unconsciously observing frame data and hit stun and things like this. Right. It's kind of hard to, to calculate, but especially in street fighter four, very often you would get situations where things felt like they should work and they didn't. Like you would hit a person out of the air and then try to uppercut and you would just fly through them because of the way juggles are programmed in that, for instance.
0: And there's less of those here, but I still feel like that's a problem. Uh, one of the examples, I've been trying to play Nash lately, and every time I land his his EX... Uh, like. Command grab hit. It's not command grab, but it goes into a grab when you hit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the EX version here just throws them into the air at such an angle that you have time to throw out another attack before they pass you on the downswing. You can't hit them. They just pass right through your arm. It just makes mm-hmm. no sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's certainly not... I don't know. They've, they've gotten better, but they still have room to get better to, about that stuff um i don't know like i feel like from a a playing perspective the reason the reason street fighter is good for people getting into the genre it's because it's good for people getting into the genre as much as that's a tautology right like it's good to get into the genre because other people are as well and so you have people around who are not just sharks
0: yeah, I guess that's the big thing, like, especially now with Street Fighter V, there are a lot of people who really don't know what they're doing, and that's a good thing. That's entirely a good thing.
1: Usually. When I fight a person who does a Hadoken if they're full screen, and a DP if they're not full screen, every single time, with no exceptions, I admit I get a little angry.
0: The worst thing is when you see the ranking and like, oh god, you're ultra bronze, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the worst thing is that, like, occasionally I will lose the first round to them, and then I just, like, then there's just a fire under my ass because I am really pissed, and then I kind of kick their asses, but I I have to admit that I lost that first round. (laughs)
0: There's something about the way reversals work in Street Fighter, and what happens when you have lag, that is a terrifying combination. Mm -hmm. It's real fucking easy to beat a, sure, you can spam her if you know exactly when he's in range to do it, but if there's enough lag that you don't, have fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's... We don't want to get too much into, we weren't going to talk, you know, you had your your order of events, and I don't want to break things up too much, but the way Street Fighter handles lag is one of the most bizarre ways I've ever seen a fighting game handle lag, because it's really asymmetrical.
0: We'll get more into that later. Um, The other things for, like, Street Fighter as a casual fighter, that they've really dropped the ball on more than before, actually, this time, is the tutorial system
1: yeah the tutorial system is pathetic
0: yeah there's really no other other way to describe it Um, (laughs) you have this the short tutorial when you first launch the game which is like move forward move back blah 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 and then they have a more advanced tutorial which is basically just like you're watching a video and you click the button to advance to the next video
1: yeah and like to be clear like, they're try- like, some of these things are things that they say they, they didn't do in previous games, right? They're trying to introduce concepts that in previous Street Fighters they didn't actually. But some of it is not that stuff. Like, in previous Street Fighters, you could get the game to show you how to block, and it would be an interactive thing. Instead of watching computers block and being expected, like, okay, now you know how to block. And also, the game just says things that are untrue in its tutorials, yeah that's kind of troubling like like if you're on the ground you can just hold down back and unless they jump they can't hit you it's like no that's not true that's really not true
0: There are grounded overhead attacks and they are important and there are throws and there are some unblockables
1: and that's really really dangerous
0: yeah and it's like i get i get what they were trying to go for with like on ground down-back blocking is relatively safe, mm-hmm. but uh, uh.
1: it's not comprehensive enough, it's not interactive so you're not actually really learning anything and it's just really shameful.
0: The worst thing is that like they don't actually ever teach you how to play a character at all. The trials for almost every character is the most nonsensical fucking combos that you'd never want to do. It's like, oh, this links into this! And you never want to link this into this. Congratulations! Yeah.
1: It's really bad. And I think, I mean, other fighting games have their problems with their tutorials and such as well. But with games like like Persona 4 Arena and Guilty Gear Xrd doing tutorials that you know, again, have their problems as well, but are actually attempting to demonstrate game concepts to you in a comprehensible way, this is really embarrassing.
0: Yeah, like, the the biggest problem other fighting games have is not showing you when you want to use something, and Street Fighter doesn't even let you get a feel for how to use something, and that sucks.
1: hmm Yeah. So, okay, those are... The big problems with the game just sort of generally as a casual experience, what would you say the problems are with the game as an online experience?
0: I, I think the problems with the game as an online experience is that the netcode is be, uh, below par for what the, you expect from the industry right now. Killer Instinct netcode is far superior, and that's a free-to-play game. <laughs> it's like uh a free-to-start, I should say. Skullgirls Skullgurn's baronet code. Guilty Gear, baronet code, Blaze Blue, baronet code, King of Fighters 13 on PC has way better net code.
1: Well, hang on. King of Fighters 13 has better net code when it works. But like King of Fighters 13 will sometimes just like you know how Windows 10 now has those naturalistic error messages where it just says something went wrong? Yep. That's basically what King of Fighters will do. Sometimes King of Fighters will just be like, nope, and you're gone, and you don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> King of Fighters does that for us when we play across the ocean.
1: That's true. That's fair.
0: And when we play Street Fighter V across the ocean, we can't. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. Or rather, it connects and we can play, but like, we can only technically play. We can't actually play.
1: We can play. I mean, it's even worse than that, right? Like, I mean, it's better than that, but it's worse than that in that it works and fits and starts just long enough to get you to start to buy in emotionally, to start to get you invested. And then it goes to hell. And like, maybe two of the matches we've ever had have been at all representative of what you versus me should be like. Yeah. Like uncorrupted by lag that made one or the other of us severely crippled because as mentioned earlier that's the other part of it is very often like in other fighting games it's nearly always like oh shit this match is laggy we're both like seeing hiccups and stuff street fighters method i don't know what the fuck they're doing on the technical end but like one person at a time like one person might see the game as being perfectly clean while the other person is lagging like crazy and then the round ends and it switches
0: yeah, um, Guilty Gear had some problems like that when it first launched, but they patched it and it's way better now, and it was never this bad. It was never this bad. It's just like, they must genuinely just go like, no, you're the host though. That's the only explanation. That's the only hmm. way this makes sense.
1: Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't think about that. Um, So, like... Before we go too much further, like, we are aware of Capcom's financial situation. We are aware of the fact that they are teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. And it's not that we don't care, but that can't be a part of our assessment of the game.
0: Well, like, if, if that says anything about the game, then that's... Then the The answer is that then well, you should have made a game that you could actually make on the budget you had
1: yeah i I understand like it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff with Japanese culture where they didn't want people to know that they were doing badly, they wanted to maintain the facade that everything was okay, and here's just another street fighter for you guys, but they couldn't do it, and they should have known they couldn't do it
0: The exact details of this are kind of muddy because as as said, Capcom doesn't want to give official word. But it seems like Sony bailed them out of bankruptcy to make this game,
1: and it has. And it's not like they got a bailout and now they're out scot free. It's just like they managed to get their head above water long enough to take a breath. They're still in the water.
0: Yeah, th- this game, like Street Fighter Five, is their plan for the company continuing to ex- exist,
1: which is terrifying. Yeah. Um. But back to our analysis of the game. I feel like as a, well, okay. I've always had a problem with Street Fighter's character design, right? I don't think there has been, like, I guess Alpha is where I feel like they've done the best. And even then, I had a problem with a lot of the designs in Alpha, right? There are elements of Street Fighter V where I feel like they are doing better. And then there are designs in Street Fighter V that are, like, stupid or offensive or just pointless. And I don't get it.
0: You you say Alpha is the best they've ever done? I, f- I feel like Street Fighter 3 Third Strike is the best they've ever done, but...
1: I... Street Fighter 3 Third Strike had Oro, which is the man with one arm and the little weird, like, beak head. And then the, like, Necro, which is, like, a lightning man with tattoos. And then the dude who's just an amorphous blob. And then the naked guy in underwear. And then the other naked guy in underwear who has flowing blonde hair. Like... We have a lot of affection for that, because that was a great game. Those designs were not stellar. There were some stellar in it. Dudley's great. Ibuki is pretty darn good. Makoto. Makoto is fantastic. And Yan and Yang. Those ones are actually kind of a toss-up, in my opinion. But, I mean, like, there are always examples of ones that are great. Alpha had Karen, for God's sakes. Um, there are always examples but overall, the Street Fighter 4 had Jury. I think Jury's a fantastic design. But they're really inconsistent. Um, part of that is because they're saddled with the legacy of Street Fighter 2, which, I'm sorry, like, I know it's a classic. Those character designs are atrocious.
0: <sighs> yeah. They managed to make something out of Ryo and Ken out of that. Mm-hmm. Because those designs were so simple that you could.
1: Yeah. But some of them, they still haven't managed to make anything out of that wasn't...
0: I- I'd say most of them. I'd say most of them still, like, both visually and thematically seems like garbage.
1: Seeing the trailers they have for for Guile, who's being presumably added later this month, we'll see if they make it, um, is kind of depressing. Because, it's like, oh good, it's Guile.
0: It's Guile, and not only is it Guile, he still has the... That haircut looked dumb in 2D. That haircut looked dumb in Street Fighter 4. That haircut looks the worst it has ever looked in Street Fighter 5.
1: It's like... It's like a broom had sex with a blooming onion. It's really... I don't know what is happening on top of his head.
0: And, like, the thing they've done with his voice, like, him on his lines it's like they're presenting him as this super badass guy it's like we're back to how they presented him in street fighter the movie
1: i mean he was i feel like he's basically always been that he's got the american flag tattooed on his bicep his like he had two taunts in street fighter 4 one of which was just putting on or removing his sunglasses like he's always been that guy
0: Sure, but I feel like most of the older titles had a sense of humor about it and I don't know, he seems very self-serious in this one. Hmm.
1: I don't know. I like I'm more disappointed in his combat design, I guess, but we can we can talk about character combat design a little bit later. The other character that they have brought back so far in DLC form was Alex who visually looks like a train wreck. Like, and I, yeah. I don't just mean he, like, he looks bad, he looks like, I mean, I'm, you know, he looks like he hasn't had a shower or a change of clothes in several weeks. He looks bizarrely like a mess.
0: He looks looks like he hasn't had a shower or a change of clothes since Street Fighter 3, fire Strike.
1: <laughs> I, I heard you start to say it, and I was like, I know where this is going, oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, no, he he does, he just looks... Like a mess, and I don't understand. He looks visually
0: like a mess, and the ways in which he looks like a mess are less visible when you're actually fighting. But as soon as the camera zooms in on his face, it's like, oh god,
1: <laughs> what happened to you? Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: oh god, poor Alex. It's
1: confusing. I don't know with a lot of these designs what they're doing, right?
0: Yeah, I, I wish, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Um, I. And still, they have some of the best visual designs, I think, so far in the series here. I think that Ryu looks the best he's ever looked. I think that Karen looks fantastic. She looks
1: fantastic.
0: And even though I still dislike Cami's basic outfit design, the the way they animate her seems less objectifying and more like... It's more like the game actually thinks she's a badass now, and Mm -hmm. that makes it work.
1: Yeah and i like on the other hand though there's also a lot of examples of stuff that doesn't feel like it had the time it needed for for polish like Nikali's animations look really cool but a lot of them are kind of misleading and not in like oh like mind games it's like oh that looks like it takes more frames than it actually does weird yeah
0: like, all of Nicale, that that's what makes him so hard to fight for me. It's like, I I get, I get block a Nekale attack, and I have no idea how long I'm going to be in block stun because his uh, attack animation does not communicate that at all.
1: Everything he does looks, like, usually looks pretty unsafe, and then you realize a lot of it's really safe, and so you start to assume that all of it's safe. It's very confusing.
0: But some of the things that look very safe are the things that are unsafe and blah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not, and that's just that's just game feel polish, right? That's just yeah. not having enough time in the oven. Um, and it's weird because Nikali is one of my favorite designs from this game. I not visually, but like playing him, I really enjoy Nikali.
0: And if if we're gonna talk about visual design in Street Fighter V, we have to talk about like the really bad examples as well. Unfortunately. Yeah, we do. So, uh Birdie is a fat guy, and the joke is that he's fat and eats all the time, and he throws food on the ground as an attack, and then he eats chili pepper as an attack, and please stop.
1: It's it's some pretty <sighs> it's some pretty gross fat shaming as your character concept with nothing else really to him other than the fact that he has a hilarious British accent. Like it's, he's a very bad character and it's embarrassing that we're still doing this in, this, in the 2016. I don't know. The other thing of course is our Mika, uh, rainbow Mika whose character design is, I guess the nice way of putting it is it's very loyal to the representation of women in professional wrestling. And then the honest way to put it is, well, why would you want to accurately represent something that's really sexist? Um,
0: Like, it's not like it's a bad character concept either. It's like, oh, she's a professional wrestler. You know how you would make that work? You look at NXT. Sure,
1: that would be good.
0: You make her an NXT wrestler.
1: And that would be really interesting, actually, because Armika is, again, another character who's from Alpha, and it would be really interesting if coming back to her and she reflected the evolution of wrestling, right? Yeah. That would be really cool.
0: For those not in the know, NXT is uh, WWE's quote-unquote developmental league that many consider to be basically the sign of how wrestling is evolving towards the future.
1: Mm -hmm. And also, like... NXT's current women's champion is a wrestler named Asuka who is from Japan. She's a Japanese wrestler. She wrestled over there. So it's not even like, it's not even an issue of them not wanting to copy like Western style because she's a Japanese wrestler. It's just them being stuck with this old idea like, oh, she's a wrestler so she can be like strong and flex and do muscle stuff, but also we can constantly stare at her, her, her breasts and her ass.
0: And she shoves her ass into people's faces, and then she has uh, several moves that involve either slapping her ass on startup or uh, like doing a a heavy attack, and then like, "Oh, my ass hurts. Let me grope my own ass cheeks here and like do it sh- while shoving my ass towards the camera
1: and like. If it was just the, like the, the butt in people's faces, like, okay, that has a unfortunate but very real history of with wrestling, right? Like even now, air quotes, hip attacks are a thing that happen a lot in women's wrestling. And I'd be like, well, all right, sure. But it's pretty obvious that they are leaning into it in a way that goes beyond just representing, I don't know.
0: They lean into all the worst parts of it. Yeah. For sure.
1: And they also lean into some of the best parts of it, too. Her her V-trigger is that she cuts a promo and talks about how she's, you know, like... Her V-skill. A force of justice. Yes. Yes. I mix up the terms a lot. Her V-skill. But, like, they lean into it in good ways, too. And it's... There has not been, to my knowledge, a good representation of professional wrestling in a fighting game, and there's really a lot of material to mine there that I think could be really fun and interesting. Professional wrestling is really weird and really goofy and really fun, and even if you don't like it, that's good material to make a character stand out. And don't just use the parts where, hey, they're just sexist like we are. Great. Um,
0: yeah, but, I also like I also like that her actual V trigger is just her calling in her partner mm-hmm. for for an attack, and her super and several of her EX moves involves her her tag team partner, and that's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty great.
0: If um, anything, she's doing more stuff involving her tag team partner.
1: I feel like it's actually a good level myself. Like I don't know, like that she gets it on the EX moves because. I mean, if we're going to tie this to wrestling lore, you can't have your partner assist you constantly or else you're breaking the rules. Um, Presumably, these are one-on-one fights, and I think her partner assisting should be a sparing thing, and I think it's the right level. Um, Okay, yeah, that makes sense as well. So let's talk about just sort of the general—I'm sorry, I'm switching into being MC of this. (laughs) My bad.
0: You have you did that ages ago, by the way. I
1: know. I know. I just, I I thought about it when I did it, and I was like, I'll make sure not to do that again, and now I'm doing it again. <laughs> Whatever.
0: <laughs> um, so,
1: the general pace of Street Fighter V and the way it fights.
0: Uh, it's like, at first, it's almost shockingly how much shocking how much faster it is, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's great, and and I think that actually is a good improvement. Over time, I don't think it's enough for me. Hmm. I, I'm I'm feeling more and more that like, even though this is the best version of Street Fighter uh, in terms of like, well, other than First Strike, I would say. But like, this is the the most aggressive version of Street Fighter we've seen since First Strike, and it it really really lets you go on the offensive a lot more it it still it still feels too much like the old street fighter in how you control it and animations and block stun and all of that it all feels very uniquely street fighter in the ways i really dislike
1: this is the thing when i first played the beta and i said you would feel that way and you you said you thought I was wrong, and then you got your hands on, and you seemed really happy, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I was wrong
0: before I got my hands on it, I was like, "I'm not sure I need to see for myself, and they got like they got closer to getting me to actually invest in it long term than I ever thought they would, but it's still it's still like i i Basically, I'm only playing it because I don't have a better alternative for a fighting game right now. I guess maybe I should actually try to get into Killer Instinct.
1: And for me, the only reason I'm not playing it is because I can't play against you without a level of lag that is unacceptable.
0: Yeah, it's a total fucking bummer. Yeah. Because like, if if it was just, I, I think that Street Fighter V is good enough that if it was just us two playing, I could see myself playing that for a while. Mm-hmm. That that could be a cool thing to to invest some time into, mm-hmm. and I I don't think I'd get as into it as I got into Blaze Blue or as I got into King of Fighters Thirteen, but it would be a fun way to spend some weeks at least. And now it's just, I mean, like you're gonna disagree with this immensely. I I I thought that Rising Thunder was a better fighting game to just play.
1: I mean, you know, you got into Rising Thunder and I didn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and especially especially with how it handles as an online fighter, it's, it's just... I had the same problems with some stuff that Rising Thunder did, but in comparison, Street Fighter just makes that seem like they knew what they were doing and Capcom doesn't.
1: I certainly can't argue with the fact that that Rising Thunder was far better designed for online play. Probably the best designed for online play any fighter has ever been.
0: Yeah, now I'm bummed out.
1: <laughs> well, Here we are, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the really weird issues that I've actually ran into lately, like since after the Alex patch, is that performance on the PC version has gone to absolute shit. Hmm. Like, I have to go into task manager and like increase the processor priority on Street Fighter 5 because otherwise it will run in slow motion And if I'm playing online, I will have like 30 FPS and it will run at the same speed for the other It will run at full speed for the other player. So I'm just completely fucked So I go in and turn up the processor priority to real time, which is the highest and something that you're you probably shouldn't really do because that can fuck up other things in Windows, but I do it because it's the only way to play, and then still, I have matches where it's just like, nope, 20, yes, here we go.
1: Yeah, occasionally I get, like, and I mean, on a, I'm more on a lag front, I think, but occasionally I see tweets from you being like, please just give me the option to forfeit the match so I can get away from this lag. Yeah. Which is pretty damning testimony, I think.
0: Yeah, like I, I, and and that's another thing. Rising Thunder, if it was that bad, would just bail you out of the match. It would go, no, this is unplayable, everyone. No, stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, like they're still figuring out how to do punishment for rage quitters. Their latest version is like, oh, you can't queue for a little while for a match. It's like that doesn't change anything for the person who got screwed out of their win.
0: Yeah, and like actually isn't that. Like, for the people who care that much about the win-loss ratio, that is not a huge punishment. Yeah. It's... it It's just give the disconnecting player a loss. As a person who sometimes disconnects, I'd rather have that than ha- get locked out of matchmaking.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a bad... There's a... Yeah.
0: Mm. It, it's just, a, it, like, giving the disconnecting player a loss is the only fair punishment and if that if you disconnect so much that uh that uh that you can't play because of that that i mean how, how are you playing in the first place
1: yeah so i think ultimately my conclusion on street i don't know are there no you wanted to talk about spectator stuff right yeah i haven't watched very much pro play I watched one tournament, which I think was uh, NorCal Regionals, mm. um, and I don't think I've watched any other Street Fighter pro play.
0: Okay, uh, so when we first got hands-on with the game, and before we had seen any real pro play of it, you, you commented that you liked a lot of the changes they had made, but you were worried about how that would affect spectator, like how it would affect the game on a competitive level. Did I say that? You said that. Okay. I trust <laughs> Do you. Do you feel that that's um, that that's a problem right now?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like it's like the problems. If I said that, then the things I was thinking about is basically like the game is easier to learn now, right? Mm. It's worse at teaching you than it ever has been before, but it is easier to learn because it's less focused on really long combos and really like situational stuff, and it's more based on just good reads and reactions, I feel like. Um, And that can cause it to have a a lower skill ceiling, right, in theory. If that's a thing, of course it's not going to be an issue this early. What I've seen of Pro Street Fighter has been very fun to watch.
0: I I think that Pro Street Fighter 5 so far has been like... I'm actually going to say that it's more enjoyable to watch than Third Strike ever was, as a spectator sport.
1: Do you think that's because of Third Strike's balance issues, or what?
0: I think partly, partly that, but also partly that a lot of the things that were going on in Third Strike were not the things that you, you could see very well visually. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Street Fighter V does a better job of actually representing the mind games on screen. It's easier to see the small movements and understand how the players are thinking.
1: And, like, when a person, when a player is just straight up in the other player's head in Street Fighter V, it's very dramatic on the screen. Yeah. The other guy just gets fucked up in ways that you're like, oh, he's got him. I got to see Infiltration playing against Tokido, and it was just like, oh,. Infiltration just knows what Tokido going to do at basically every moment. And Tokido just got
0: wrecked. Infiltration is uh, commonly considered the best, game, the best Street Fighter player right now. Mm-hmm. And he's the player who is known for like 90% of his knowledge is training mode knowledge. He barely plays online.
1: Well, and also 90% of his knowledge is, I mean, he's just, he is very much a player who understands the other player, right?
0: Yeah, like, he spends more time studying other other people's match videos than he spends actually playing against them.
1: Mm-hmm. And so he just, like, he quickly and aggressively comes to an understanding of what is going to beat you and and kind of picks you apart. And this game feels made for him
0: not entirely sure about that but I I think a lot of his success right now and I'm not saying this to disrespect him he is obviously an amazing player is that he's the he's the hard study player who is in an environment where the people who are doing learning by doing haven't had time to catch up to it
1: the reason I say I think this game is made for him is because this game does not seem as Challenging on a technical skill level as Street Fighter 4 and not as in you don't have to have skill to play it, but I think it it doesn't require it's not going to require as much like repeat training to keep your skills up. And it becomes more about the reads and the mind games, which is his territory.
0: Sure. It's also the territory of another um, another player who is really famous called Daigo. Mm hmm. And the comments I've seen from Daigo and many of his, like, Japanese uh, crew who hangs around him is that, like, Street Fighter 4 was a game in which the person who spent the most time in training mode and had the most technical knowledge won, and Street Fighter 5 is the game where the player who is, uh, has the most skill adapting in the middle of a match wins.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And... I I think he's, he's right, and I've seen that sentiment echoed by a lot of other players, and that makes me really excited for what will happen when Daigo enters the American Street Fighter 5 scene again.
1: What I'm really excited to see is Daigo versus Kazunoko, very specifically. I'm sorry if we're going too far up the esports hole here, but in Street Fighter 4, eventually Kazunoko, a player, a Yun player named Kazunoko, became Daigo's what, White Whale? Like, the player that Daigo could just never beat. Hmm. um. And I wonder how much of that was just, like, Daigo's reads and something and stuff eventually just came up against Kazunoko's pure technical skill. Or if that's not the case. And I think switching to Street Fighter V is a good place to test that.
0: I, I think that's a test that's going to be ongoing for a long time. For probably. sure. For sure. Um... Yeah, I I I personally think that Street Fighter 5 is a huge step forward in terms of spectator sport value of of the franchise and I think that's one of the the things that it has most strongly going for it. I I find it really interesting that all the players are like, "Oh, this is the this is a Street Fighter in which you have to spend the least time in training mode compared to any other Street Fighter." And I'm still sitting here like but I still have to spend a lot more time in training mode in Street Fighter 5 than in any other fighting game I play. So, Street Fighter. Yay.
1: Yeah. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. And that that's like the big bummer for me is that despite how mu- much it has progressed, the the most the most popular fighting game in the world is still a very defensive, very technical game that doesn't reward clever movement and uh, just innovative like thinking on your feet in the middle of a match strategy as much as I would wish wanted to
1: I do want to take some time however to applaud them for taking steps to remove option selects and to a certain extent like dialing back ambiguous cross-ups they haven't gotten rid of them entirely but they are way less brutal than they, they were in four
0: there, there are some that are just complete horseshit still for sure like uh, And Bison can do a thing with his legs that are just... That that, that cannot physically go over my head. What the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. I, you know... I appreciate that they're not totally willing to let go of those things. Because another thing to consider is just... I mean, this is... This is one area where I am willing to give Capcom a little leeway for their situation, right? This has got to be the thing that brings back their company... And they're like, we don't know what the magic formula was, so we're scared of fucking with anything that was successful in the past.
0: I mean, and th- that's, that's the thing that feels, that felt like it was even more the case in 4. Like, that was the most scared I've ever seen them be developing a Street Fighter. Yeah. And I, I find it really interesting that they're showing so much more confidence in this one despite the place the company is in. Hmm.
1: And some of that and confidence is maybe misplaced.
0: Maybe, but also the parts that seem the most confident are the parts of the game that are the best. That's true. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes going forward. I'm super scared for Guile's upcoming release. He, like... I've heard ru- mi- whispers that his uh, flash kick has less invulnerability on it, and it still looks like bullshit to me. We'll see. We'll see.
1: I mean, I saw one of their official videos. A guile went for a flash kick, and the other guile jumped up and air-throated him. So.
0: Yeah, but I've, I've also seen the ones that are like... Opponent is on the ground. is crouching there. Opponent takes one small step forward and Gaelius flash kicks them to hell. And it's like, oh god, we're gonna be here again?
1: Yeah. (sighs) So, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's it's better than four. It's not as much better as we were hoping. And honestly, I've given up hope that they're gonna fix the netcode.
0: I I don't think they're gonna fix it. Like, there's no way. The yeah. the way the kind of the kind of changes that Capcom makes makes uh, like during active uh, during a game's active lifespan is not those kinds of changes.
1: Right. So I don't know. I I think its quality at a certain point becomes irrelevant to me because of the netcode factor.
0: The netcode factor and a few other things really does like. I mean, I've played fighting games that I haven't played against you b- before. Like, I've, I've played... I've played Rising Thunder extensively online, and you don't, would never play Rising Thunder against me. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and I had fun with that, but uh, like, I can't play against you. And also the netcode for playing against others is bullshit, and also just the performance... Like, I have slowdown in training mode now, what the fuck did you do Capcom? Mm-hmm
1: yeah so i mean to me i'm looking to the future to the next fighting game and i'm still gonna keep i'm not even i'm not even fully gonna keep an eye on street fighter 5 but i'll glance back every now and then
0: I'm I'm, but, I'm I'm gonna keep some of an eye on it i still have it installed and i expect that i will be launching it once in a while but right now most of the time i launch it i just get frustrated yeah. Um, as for the future of, uh, of um, fighting games, this isn't explicitly about Street Fighter, but we have, obviously we have King, the King of Fighters 14 coming up, but they, they just launched a new Melty Blood. Do you have any experience with that, that series?
1: I don't, no.
0: I kind of want to check it out. Which one is uh, it? it? Like, it's, it's the latest one.
1: Okay, is it on PC?
0: Yes, it launched on Steam like yesterday.
1: Oh, actress again? Current core? Okay, sure.
0: Like, I just need to like, I just need to read up and see that the netcode is okay, and then like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> that's that's my view. If you're interested,
1: I'll look at the character roster. I expect I will be curious enough for that.
0: Okay. Well, that that's that's our examination about Street Fighter V.
1: All right, folks, thanks for joining us. Um, If you like this, you can visit us at ScanLineMedia.com, where hopefully we'll have that article up, as well as other articles written by me, Johnny, and also Ben Uncle. We are uh, on Patreon. If you want to give us any money to help us expand our coverage, we're at Patreon.com slash ScanLineMedia. Any money that you contribute will go to either software or hardware to continue our coverage of video games and the criticism thereof. we're not for profit um and our content is currently all free um and if you want to give us a rating or review on itunes we'd appreciate that a lot as well or just tell a friend because the only way we have of spreading word about our work is you dear listener thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time
0: later